Welcome everyone to Kingdom Rock Radio. We pray that you will enjoy today's message. Now here's a sample of what you'll be hearing today. Why are we surrendering to the enemy? Why are we bowing to the little problems that we can solve? We have the wisdom and knowledge of God. The Bible said, let this mind of Christ be in you. In other words, we are equipped for, for such a time as this. Yes, you're facing with the virus. Yes, you're facing with jobs, lays, all, job being lost, and all these different things that we call crisis. But guess what? God knows that we are problem solving and he said he won't put more on us than we can bear. He will never do that because he is a loving father. Kingdom Rock Radio is an outreach ministry of Kingdom Rock Family Worship Center located right here in Bremen, Georgia. You can connect with us at our website at www.kingdomrock.org. And now, here is today's message. Ladies and gentlemen, I want to thank you for joining me. This is Nelson Robinson from the Water and the Seed Ministry, and you are watching the Kingdom Rock Network. Tonight, we want to talk about no retreat, no surrender. No retreat, no, no surrender. I believe these two words put together is really powerful, and it speaks a lot to us in 2022. And first of all, what is uh, the, the meaning of retreat? The meaning of retreat is the act of going back or away, especially from something dangerous or difficult. You, heard, you have heard it before. Oh, you're just running away from your problems. In other words, what they're saying is that we're supposed to be problem solvers. We were made to solve problems. With the wisdom and knowledge of God, we were made to solve problems, not running away from them. We can always find challenges, challenges in this world as long as we live. And we are here to overcome those challenges by solving, find out what is causing it, and rectify the problem. Number two is like, what is the definition of surrender? Surrender means to yield to the power, control, or possession of another upon compulsion or demand. It's like someone is saying, drop your weapon. Ah, you try. No, I said drop your weapon. He is commanding you under compulsion. They're making you surrender. The Bible says that we are ambassadors of God. We are called with a purpose. We are here on an assignment. We are supposed to take the gospel to the world. You're going to find some opposition. You're going to find some challenges, challenges in life. But the scripture said, heaven and earth will pass away before my word doesn't come to pass. In other words, what God has commanded from the beginning, it still stands. Every generation until Christ comes back have that same mandate to go to preach the gospel, to take it to those who need to hear it so that their life can be transformed. And out of obedience, we have seen people who have done that. We have seen some who have, uh, from disobedient, has fallen away. But guess what? We are the one who is responsible for our own actions. We will be judged according to our action. So if I'm going to be judged according to my action, what am I going to do? Am I going to be disobedient or obedient? I'm going to be obedient to the Father and go and do what he says. Let's look at 2 Timothy chapter 2. No, 2 Timothy Chapter 1, verse 7. 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 7, it says, For God had not given us the spirit of fear, but of power and love and of a sung mind. I'm going to read that again. God, for God had not given us the spirit of fear, but of power 
and of love and of a sound mind. In other, in other words, why are we want, running away? Why are we surrendering to the enemy? Why are we bowing to the little problems that we can solve? We have the wisdom and knowledge of God. The Bible said, let this mind of Christ be in you. We, in other words, we are equipped for, for such a time as this. Yes, you're facing with the virus. Yes, you're facing with jobs, lays, all, job being lost, and all these different things that we call crisis. But guess what? God knows that we are problem solver, and he said he won't put more on us than we can bear. He will never do that because he is a loving father. So that's why I am compelled. That's why I am so excited to never retreat or surrender, to be obedient to the father because guess what? I know the father, he will never leave me, nor will he forsake me. So guess what? I'm going to try to be that servant that he said, the scripture said, talks about that wise and faithful servant. That when the master comes back, he was given something to do. The master comes back and finding him doing so. That's a faithful servant. He's not looking around. You know how back in the days as a young man, I've been told to do something. And here I am. You know, mom is not there. Dad is not watching. And I'm, I'm sitting down and I'm wasting time. As soon as I heard that footstep coming up the stairs, uh, the door began to open. I'm running to, oh, like I've been washing dishes or, oh, I've been sweeping the yard. Whatever it is, I'm, I'm cleaning up. In the meantime, when I wasn't doing anything. But the good, that wise, that faithful servant is the one that even when the master is not watching, he is just taking care of business. He is going out. He is feeding the sheep. He is taking the word to those that are lost. Let's put it that way. He is he constantly doing what God called him to do. He's not worrying about uh, sickness and disease. He's not worrying about provision because the Bible said his word will never pass away. He said heaven and earth will pass away before his word doesn't come to pass. And he promised to supply our needs. He promised to protect us. He promised that if we abide in that secret place that we will uh, experience everlasting, that, that, that peace. We will experience that peace at all time. That is his words. Let us look at this other scripture in Jeremiah. As a matter of fact, let us take it from Jeremiah calling. Let's look at Jeremiah's story right here. And I love this because this is such a good example. And it apply to me, it's, it just like flow right into 2022. Because think about all the things that we have facing from uh, uh, 2019, 20, I uh, said 20, 21, 20, and yes, 22 just started. Let's, let's back up a little bit. Let's go 19, 20, and 21. Think about the things that you are facing back in those days, in those, uh, those three years. Think about all the challenges that you have facing, and yet you are here today. Think about that. What happened? You are overcome. You didn't retreat. You didn't surrender. You pursue. You push through, and here you are standing today. And here's Jeremiah. Jeremiah chapter 1, verse 9, it says, 9 to 10, it says, Then the Lord reached out and touched my mouth, and the Lord reached out and touched my mouth and said, Look, I have put my words in your mouth. If you back up, it, it's not on the screen right now, but if you go back and you read Jeremiah, start from the chapter 1, you, you know, you just read it all the way down, chapter 1 from verse 1 all the way down. You're going to see how um, the Lord called Jeremiah, and Jeremiah began to tell the Lord, Lord, I can't speak for you. And what the Lord did, the Lord fixed that. So he doesn't have any problem. He doesn't have an excuse. The Lord fixed that. See, when the Lord called us to do something in this day and age that we're living in right now, 
where the Bible talks about they're going to be a great falling away. It talks about men going to be lovers of themselves. He, he already told us what's going to happen. But also he told us, he's telling us that he will equip us to go and to do what he wants us to do. We still got to present it to them. We still got to give them that opportunity. The Bible said, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, the key word, so that whosoever, whosoever believeth in him shall not perish but have everlasting life. For God loves us so much that he gave us his son. He make the, his son is the way to that prosperous life. But listen to what Jeremiah said. Jeremiah chapter 1, verse 9 to 10. It says, Then the Lord touched, reached out and touched my mouth and said, Look, I have put my words in your mouth. Now, what's the problem? Are you going to retreat? Are you going to sit back? Are you going to go and do what I told you to do? Verse 10 says, Today, and this is the Lord still speaking now. He said, Today I appoint you to stand up against nations Kingdoms, some you must uproot and tear down, destroy, overthrow. Others you must build up and plant. And this is the mandate. This mandate still stands today for us because the Bible said that God never changed. He is the same yesterday, today. He loved the people that was in Jeremiah's time. And he loved the people today that is in our generation. And that's why this mandate still stands. We got to go out. The Lord has touched our mouth. Matter of fact, he has given us the same power that raised Christ from the dead. The Holy Spirit lives in us. The power of God that empowers us to go forward so that we don't have to retreat. We don't have to surrender. We are more powerful, more stronger. Look at what he said to Jeremiah. He said, I appoint you to stand up against nations, which means that now if we apply that in our life today in this 2022 and, and even before that, he is saying, I have, I have uh, appoint you to stand up against sickness and disease, any kind of thing. With the, the economy, there's a lot of people that is um, so depressed because of the economy. The stock market go down, they get depressed. It goes up, they, get, they are happy. We, we are, our happiness and our success is not based on the economy. It's based on the word of God because it is the word of God that gives man the wisdom to even start trading. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's the word of God. So God's word was before, in the beginning, before all this started. So which means that we should have been happy with just the word of God alone. Because what? It makes us excited to know that the goals and the desire that we have in life, that, it, it, that, it, that they are achievable. So we have no excuse right here. Jeremiah have no excuse. We have no excuse. We still got to do what we have to do in this day and age that we're living in. Yes, there are people that are dying around us. Yes, there are people that is losing job. But guess what? We still got to be obedient. There's a scripture in the Bible that said obedience is better than sacrifice. Samuel have to uh, Saul have to learn that. Obedience is better than sacrifice. Our obedience to God is better than anything that we would, the offering, the building, whatever. Our obedience to him is, first of all, is more important. Let's look at Jeremiah uh, chapter 1, verse 17 to 19. Get up, this, the Lord speaking again, and you put yourself in the place of Jeremiah. Think about what is going on right now. 
Why did, uh, well, let's, let us back up a little bit. Let's hold that scripture right there. Don't move, let us back. Why was Jeremiah afraid, first of all? Why he came up with the excuse that I can't speak for you, Lord? Maybe he's thinking that people's gonna laugh at him. Maybe he's thinking that I, I'm not, I, I'm not, I can't speak as eloquent as the next man. Or maybe they might not even believe me. He had those excuses. And today, a lot of us are still having those excuses. We look at ourselves and we try to compare ourselves with another man. I can't speak like that. I don't know that many scripture. I don't have that many following. And guess what? We retreat. We allow that to make us surrender and retreat. I don't want to do it anymore because I'm not good enough. Listen to what he's saying. God is speaking still to Jeremiah. Jeremiah 1.17, he said, get up and prepare for action. Ooh-wee. It's, like it's like a big brother got your back. It's like you, you remember when you was young and somebody did something to you and big brother walk up and said, go back, go, go over there, hit him back. That's what he's saying right here. I mean, he's not inciting violence now. We're not saying that. But I'm just making an example. <laughs> Big brother got your back right here. So guess what? You're not going to back up. You're not going to retreat. You're not going to surrender. Because when you look around, Big brother got your back. Listen to what Big brother is telling Jeremiah right here. Get up and prepare for action. Go out and tell them everything I tell you to say. Do not be afraid of them. Our, our what? Our, <laughs> do not be afraid of them. Why? Uh, I will make you look foolish in front of them. Because what? Because he knew Jeremiah can win. He knew what he had, what he's equipped Jeremiah to do, that he can do it with no problem. We are equipped to win. We have the power of God on the inside of us. And guess what they say? Just like you tell Jeremiah, God is saying to us, I will never leave you, nor will I forsake you. Which means that wherever, wherever you go, you know how sometimes we, back in the days, we get in trouble and uh, big brother is there to back us up. Our big sister is there to back us up. But guess what? Big sisters could only be in one place at a time. It happened at the mall, yeah. But guess what? I'm at school today and big sister is not there. So who's going to back you up then? <laughs> who's going to back you up there? But guess what? God is omnipresence. He said, I will never leave you, nor will I forsake you. He will back you up every time. So you have no reason, no excuse to retreat or to surrender. You got to go forward. You must go forward. Let's look at the next scripture. And this is verse 18. The Lord is still speaking. He says, for see, today I have made you strong like a fortified city that cannot be captured like an iron pillar, pillar or bronze wall, you will stand against the whole land, the king's official priests and people, people of Judah. Verse 19 says, they will fight. Yes, they will fight you, but they will fail. Does that sound familiar to you? No weapon formed against you shall not prosper. It will fall, but it shall not prosper. Verse 19 again says, They will fight you, but they will fail. For I am with you, and I will take care of you. I, big brother, the master, the big one, the omnipresent one, the ultimate one, the infinite one. What have spoken? My goodness, Lord. 
Woo! He, I, the Lord, have spoken. Yes, they will fight against you, but they will fail. So when we listen to things like this, when we read scriptures like this, when we understand what the word of God is saying to us, what excuse can I come up with to say, Lord, I can't speak for you. I can't go. I don't have anything. He said, I'm I'm telling you now. I'm giving you a warning. I want to bring something to your attention. Yeah, the stock market might fall. Yeah, you might lose a house. Oh, you might lost a car as well. Yeah, what about the money? Yeah, you might lose a couple of thousand dollars. But guess what? I will take care of you. I have spoken in my word and I cannot lie. I love Psalms 89, 34 that says, he will not break the covenant that he made with us. It is speaking so loud to us today in this day and age that we're living in. Right now in 2022, and if you could back up to 2021, look at how you have overcome so much, so many adverse, uh, adversity. Look at all the challenges that you have failed and you are standing here today saying, thank you, Lord. Why? Because he had fought for you. Things came against you. It could have been a relationship. It could have been a financial problem. It could have been something to do with your health. Matter of fact, it could have been someone in your family. And it could have been a good friend, even a co-worker. But it affected you in a certain way because of your relationship that you had with him. Some has even walked away. Some has retreat because someone has passed away that they love so much. They have retreated. The Bible said, if you put your hand to the plow and pull back, you're not fit for the kingdom of God. And he said, it, it reminds us that you cannot love mother and father more than me, more than God. We cannot love them more than we love God. How can you allow because someone has passed on, went on to glory. Someone has gone to be with the Lord. It could have been their time. Sometimes we don't even know, but yet still, would you, are you going to allow that to, to make you retreat from your, 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 um, the, the job that you have been given as, a, um, as an ambassador? Are you, if you allow that to happen, it shows that you love that person more than God. I have respect for everyone who have lost someone. I've lost a mother, my father, sister, brother, many, many, many families. But I understand to be absent from the body is to be present with the Lord. And I do understand another thing that God does not make mistakes. He does not make any mistake. He cannot make mistake. He knows the beginning from the end. That's why he, he, he challenged Jeremiah, he told him, look, now I put my words in your mouth. What are you going to do, Jeremiah? Are you still going to back up? Are you still going to make excuses? Either which way, and I don't promote things like this, but either which way, someone going to find something to say. And that's why I tell people all the time, never measure yourself from a, a human standpoint. If God says that you are okay if God say he accepts you the way you are, let it be that way. If someone is saying that uh, you're not good enough or you need to improve more and more and more, that's their opinion. But remember, 
God loves you enough to accept you the way you are. God loved you enough, young man. God loved you enough, young women. As the scriptures say, he allowed the rain to fall on the just as well as on the unjust. In other words, the unjust, he wants you to have that time to think about what is going on in your life. He wants you to have that time to think about his goodness, his love for you so that you can make a choice. So that you can make a choice in life. He dies for you so that you can have life and have it more abundantly. It is a gift, a free gift that is waiting for you. But guess what? The righteous ones, they maybe don't know. Some of them, they don't know. Some do know, some don't. But we are the one, the light, the salt of the world who have to take it to them. What a light does. A light makes... um, it, it, it prepared a way so you can see. It gives you the opportunity to step clearly, to make that move so that you won't fall. We have that light. It is the word of God. We have it. And in 2022, if you didn't do something in 2021 and you know you were supposed to do that thing, God has called you to do something in your life. This is an opportunity today. You can start today, right now, because he is not a respective person. He is not a respective person. It is our mandate. He said to love one another as I have loved you. How did he love us? He gave his only begotten son. The Bible said in Romans 8.32 that he did not withhold his only son from us all, all of us, but give him up for us all. And the question in that scripture said, won't he give you everything else? Think about what you can benefit from, how you can benefit from the word of God, how you can benefit from knowing God. Think about the life that you can live still right here, right now, not waiting until you get to heaven. Because the promise is if when you ask, if you believe that you receive it will be granted unto you. It talks in, it talking about right here, right now, where you don't have to be confirmed to this world because of things that is going on around the world. The word of God trumps everything. In, in other words, the word of God beats everything. It is more powerful, more sharper than any two-edged sword. It lasts forever because the Bible said in the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word is God. So if God is alive, his word would continue to be alive. His word would continue to do what, his, what God said that it would do, what it was sent out to do. But the choice is ours. It's ours. Are we going to retreat because of what we are seeing naturally? Or are we going to believe by faith what God said and break through, break down those barriers That mindset, let your mind be renewed by the word of God, knowing that if God is for you, who can be against you? Jeremiah had to make a choice. God said, if you don't go out there and say what I said, I will make you look foolish in front of every one of them. I don't want to look foolish in front of the world. I don't want to lose my mind and find myself in a place where I'm not supposed to be. I want when I walk down the street. I want when I open up my mouth. I want others to see Christ in me. I want, they might think 
uh, as a young man, all you, you're Christian and you all that, that was one of the things that held me back years ago when I wanted to make that choice. I wanted to walk from the pew to the, to the, um, to the altar, and I was afraid. This, that Sunday, I retreat. I surrender to my thoughts. Oh, look at how they're going to look at you going up there. Oh, they're going to call you a church boy now, and they're going to say all that. Your young friends, that they're going to talk about you. And guess what? I retreat, and I surrender, and I didn't go. I say, I'll go next week. I do the same thing again. And one morning, I woke up, and I was in tears. And I said, this can't go on any longer. I've went to the clubs. I've danced. And even dancing in the club, I said, this is not the place for me. If God comes right now, what would I tell him? What would I say? And after putting myself through unnecessary suffering, mental unnecessary suffering, I had to make the choice. No more. No more. I'm not retreating no more. I'm not surrendering anymore. I'm breaking out of this. Because God said, I will fight you, fight for you. I will fight for you. They will fight against you, but they will fail. Because what? I got your back. And today, in 2022, I am going forward, and I am not looking back. No retreat, no surrender. We're going forward full force. And we're breaking down every barrier, every limitation, every mindset that tried to hold us back and said that there's not enough in this world. Nobody loves you. There's not enough love. As long as God exists, there will always be love. There will always be provision. The question is, whose side do you want to be on? Do you want to be on the enemy's side? Or do you want to be on the side, the winning side? Do you want to be on God's side? Do you want Big Brother to have your back? Do you want to be the almighty God to have your back? Do you want the all-knowing, the all-intelligent one to have your back? That you can overcome, overcome your problems. You can solve those problems, those challenges. You, not, you don't have to stand alone. So if this is you that I'm talking to, you who is watching right now, if you don't know Christ as your Lord and personal Savior, I want to pray with you right now. It is simple. It is very simple. Let's pray. Father, just repeat after me. Heavenly Father, I surrender to you. I repent right now of my sins. I ask that you forgive me for all that I've done wrong. I've received Christ. I accept Christ as my Lord and personal Savior right now and give him authority over my life. In Jesus' name, amen. If you repeat that and you believe it, I guarantee you that your life will never be the same again. And we want to thank you for watching the Kingdom Rock Network. Net, network. There are so many other good messages that is on this network. And I pray that you will go to www.kingdomrock.org and check them out. Listen to them. Share with others. It will be a blessing to others. Many wonderful men and women of God is speaking on the Kingdom Rock Network as it continues to grow. I want to thank Pastor Mark and Pastor Samiko for all that they are doing. 
May God continue to bless them and increase them, that this network will continue to reach people all around the world. As the Bible said, the gospel must be preached before the end comes. And we are part of that commission. So I want to thank you again. I'm part of Water and the Seed Ministry. I am Nelson Robinson. Thank you guys for watching. We love you guys. Until next time. Peace. Well, we pray that you were blessed and encouraged by today's message. Don't forget, you can connect with us at our website at kingdomrock.org. It's there that you can hear today's message as well as the entire series. So check it out today. Until next time, remember that Jesus loves you and so do we. Choose him as your Lord today. Only he can make a way. We'll see you on the next time.